Boing, boing, boing. It's another Trom bonus episode. It's just Rob, Engineer Joey, and a pocket full of dreams as the night feels our pod. This is no street gospel, but it is our mass as we light the horizon for the band that paid off Matt Collier's mortgage, Bedouin Sound Clash. All that and more on Checkered Past, the Scodcast. What up, Checkerheads? Welcome to Checkered Pass, the Scodcast with Celine and Rob, the show where uh, Bring Me the Zion and uh, Job for a Rude Boy explore the history and impact of a different band each episode and hope to bring in new fans along the way. I'm Rob, and joining me today as co-host is Engineer Joey. Engineer Joey, it's me. Did you pick, uh, like, metalcore bands because it was me? <laughs> Very good. I I'm, liked I'm it. poking my dimples. I enjoyed it. <laughs> that, yeah. It was very good. Uh, this was the easiest one. I came like all of a sudden. I was just like, "Oh, Joey's coming on." He was talking about deathcore on on Twitter the other day. I could probably find some like deathcore bands to do riffs on. And job for a rude boy. I, I laughed. Oh, yeah, quality. I laughed quality. very hard. Yeah, I, I like that one. <laughs> and I actually, that band's pretty good too. Uh, I could not give less of a shit about Bring Me the Horizon. But hey, I guess what it all boils down to is. All of this wild music is fun, wild music, and you know what's not too dissimilar? Eichler's. Because I've been listening to that for the last week, too. We actually, like, it's funny, we said that we were going to, like, avoid uh, recording last week the trombonist, because it's coming out, like, in two days. Uh, because we said all we'll talk about is my checkered future because that was like all we were listening to for yeah. like three days straight. I just I was not like that fucking Nickel City song. Jesus. God, it is like holy a, go, a goat ska song. I need like, help immediately. I need help immediately. Holy smokes! I literally was making pasta in my kitchen by myself last night and I skanked to that entire track just to irritate my dogs. It was mm-hmm. great. Yeah, like that that album's twenty minutes. Like. It's perfect. I've played it at least twice a day since it has come out. No joke. Like, at least, if not more. You can easily play it twice a day and not impact your day in a really negative way. I'm a machinist, and and I have to do a task where I sit down Mm -hmm. in a little cubicle, and I, like, grind stuff with a little hand grinder, and I'll bring my Bluetooth speaker over there. And if I have, like, a 20-minute segment where I'm grinding, I'll just put on my checkered future now. It's the perfect amount of time. Amazing. It's great. It's a good time to be alive. We love you, Ike. Oh, yeah. We were actually just talking about, hey, we should bring him back on for something. And we're like, we're definitely bringing him back on not to talk about a band he likes. <laughs> like, yeah. We're 100% of bringing him back on to do a band he probably doesn't like a lot. Absolutely. Uh, Probably Sublime. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. It's sitting there. We got to slaughter the sacred cow eventually. Yeah. Uh, we did no doubt Sublime's next. Well, this was fun. Yeah. Good intro. Good intro. Uh, so now I guess it's time to do some time scoshing, right? Hey. Right? Oh. Um, so I'm going to give a shout out to IMSF on Reddit, who did the Lord's work and put together... All the Bedouin Sound Clash songs in a playlist that are Scott or Scott adjacent. Uh, 
there was, I think, 18 tracks on there. I whittled it down to 11 because 18 songs probably a little too much for a trombonist. But um, I would, a huge shout out. This is the second time where a listener went in and uh, got us uh, all the tracks for us. So keep them coming. This will probably be a, a part of our Discord. Uh, so Patreon's on your Discord. Uh, you know, this is uh, get us those trombonuses because they keep they. they they help me. They help me a lot. They, yeah. <laughs> they mostly help me. <laughs> and these help them a lot. And today we're talking about a band that we jokingly said when we were doing the Clash episode that like, oh, this will be the Bedouin Sound Clash episode. And someone's like, actually, you should do that. <laughs> and so we're doing Bedouin Sound Clash today. Engineer Joey, what's your relationship with Bedouin Sound Clash? Uh... Bedouin Sound Clash, I believe, is a Canadian band. They are indeed. And they came out um, at around the same time as Ill Scarlet. I was about to mention there was a time. And they are um, tied in my mind together as uh, at that time I was listening to uh, a lot of like that kind of, I mean, let's just say it, the white boy beach bummer. Beach, beach bum reggae. Beach that's bum what I. Reggae I that's what stuff. I call it. Beach bum uh, reggae. And Ill Scarlet was essentially just like an updated, younger version of Sublime. Like I feel like they they really lifted a lot out of Sublime's playbook. Uh, and then I always felt that Bedouin Sound Clash was like a more boring reggae <laughs> sort of version of that. They don't have the punk edge. No, and as it, it's, Ill it's more. Did. It, it is more reggae and it is more uh, policey kind of in yeah, a way. That's your memory of it. Is that yeah? A little that, bit that's on the kind of my side? memory of it. Um, we did have floating around. Like I lived with a four or five roommates in a big house and we had like a giant CD collection, but it was mostly like a literal stack or pile of CDs that floated around until they got too scratched to play. Uh, and we had it. And I remember listen like it, it was on fairly regularly that summer that the first Bedouin sound clash album came out. Um, but aside from that, I haven't heard it other than on the radio every now and then that De- night feels my song. Definitely yeah. on the radio. Yeah. yeah. So, so Bedouin Sound Clash, you may be surprised to know, is basically just two people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but they are from Canada. They're from Toronto. Toronto. They started Toronto. in around 2000. Uh, Jay Malinowski is the main dude. He's the singer. Distinct vocals. He, I think he had some... I don't have this in front of me. I think he had some solo projects. And then Eon Sinclair is the bass player. And then they've had a few different drummers. Uh, I think the most recent one, according to my notes here, is Chuck Treese. Um, but basically those two, the Jay and Eon are the songwriting duo for Bedouin Sound Clash. Uh, okay. yeah, to Joey's point, they are, uh, not what you would call a full blown ska band for sure. They do air on the side of reggae. I would also say they're kind of like indie rock a little bit, but yeah. they are about as ska and reggae as Jack Johnson is ska and reggae. Like, I think there's a little bit of that element to it yeah totally. uh like they for sure are influenced by it but whether or not they are actually like a ska band i don't know and i bet you if you ask them they'd be like oh whatever we're not really a ska band um but we like ska they you probably know, would say. you know what it would be a good descriptor for them mm-hmm. which our friends mini vandal use uh skalternative 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 <laughs> It's hard to say. It's better written than it is said out loud. 
Uh, uh, Bedouin Sound Clash has had five records. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, no, I absolutely have only it, yeah. since since that first record dropped. I've probably I, I would say whatever songs ended up on the radio, I've heard. So, I bet you. What you think is the first record is actually their second one. Okay, I would Sounding also, a mosaic. That sounds probably um, correct. Yep. So they self-issued in 2001 an album called Root Fire. Um, I would I listened to it. It's well, let's start listening to some songs. So this is the first track that we'll listen to that has some ska-ish elements. It's called Back to the Matter from the album Root Fire by Bedouin Sound Clash. <laughs> Almost like a little bit of a world beat-ish. A lot of their s- sound is kind of... Well, I guess that's the police thing, too, because police yeah. is always a little weird. Yeah. They're just... This is, I mean, that, that bass line is, I mean, that's basically the one step beyond bass line. Yeah. Yeah. That part is. It's like coffee shop. Whoa. Like yes. coffee shop reggae or ska. Yes. Like it's that really kind of chill and. Very relaxed. This is. Not deicide. No, I mean, it's, they, they're no, they're not despising any icons no. while they're playing or no. anything like that. But it's even like kind of yeah, like it's very coffee shop. Like this is the kind of music that like I picture a band that somebody plays to pays to play, but sit there and be ignored playing, <laughs> which is like unfortunate. But I know there are. This is the exact type of know? band that would play the works. In Edmonton, yeah, totally. Like, like a band, a band like that's at an like art, at an art festival. Yeah, usually while you they, go like walk around looking at like some paintings or jewelry that people made in their basement. Yeah, Bedouin absolutely. Sound Clash would be playing. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. I I buy that. Um. Okay. Cool. Uh. We have one more song off of Root Fire. It's called Mandrake Root. I think we'll listen to that before I kind of finish my I thoughts hope it on that. Starts with a clip from Harry Potter. The stupid. Mandrake screaming. It, uh, I, it doesn't. No. That yeah. seems off brand for them. <laughs> yeah. I'm into this type of kind of like this guitar and bass doing the same kind of riff. I always love that. Type thing. Yeah. I always think of it as a Goldfinger thing, like, because that's like, that's a move they always go on. Yeah, totally. But it's always fun. His um, skanks, like his guitar skanks, are like, like kind of like that. Like it's not like a, like you know, that's the technical guitar phrasing, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know what? There. So it's kind of bluesy. Yeah, I like this song more than that other one for sure. His vocals are really great. Do you think he's faking Jamaican a, a smidge? Uh, definitely, which is not yeah. great. Um, yeah, yeah that, not not into the kind of faking Jamaican type of thing. But I do like his kind of 
chill vocal fry. Like he's kind of got like a higher Vic Ruggiero kind of thing mm, going on a little yeah, bit. Minus the thick New York accent. Yeah, minus the all the coolness uh, of Vic Ruggiero's yeah. voice. Um, but he's uh, yeah, you're right. The vocal fry. It's a little like um old blues lady type singing. You know what I mean? Like an Etta James or or Billie Holiday. Yeah, where they do kind of that kind of thing. Um, it's very, yeah. even just based on these two songs, um, it's very, uh, clearly from a place that's a melting pot. Like Toronto is yeah. famously a melting pot yep. city and has a lot of cultures, mm-hmm. like kind of like New York where everyone's in really pro- close proximity and there's a lot of cultural mixing and stuff. Um, I, I can hear that already on these two songs, knowing that they're from Toronto for sure, you know? My review of Root Fire is that it's boring as fuck. It is so boring. Oh, my God. So, Battle and Sound Clash, if you're listening, I'm so sorry to say that. But, yeah, that record's rough, man. But, I mean, it it all sounds the same. That's really the issue. It's like Samey. 15 tracks, and it's that tempo, like, like whatever, 50 beats per minute, and you're just like, oh, my God, this better get somewhere. Like, and it doesn't ever, yeah. it's all that tempo and there's no real variation in the instrumentation. There's no horns to break There's it up no horns. Like yeah, yeah. It's the two of them basically jamming. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, you know what? I feel like maybe that's from these songs that we've listened to so far. Maybe that's like a keys or horns are kind of what's missing to bring it from yeah. that coffee shop. Yeah. Level up to like a, a band that I want to see live, you know? And so Root Fire was popular enough for the band to get signed to Stomp Records. Cool. Where they released their follow-up titled Sounding a Mosaic, which I pulled four tracks off of. And that album kicks off with a little song called When the Night Feels My Song. This is a... It's... As much as as it has the grandpa guitars and it's kind of a little like cheesy, it's well, it, it's a good jam. At it's least they changed jam. it up a little bit. Yeah, I do like the kind of. It's it's like a walking song, you know. I'm yeah. I'm going someplace. It's jaunty. Yeah, it's got a bit of a jaunty feel, and it. Anyway, we can let it breathe a little bit. This song was gigantic in Canada. Huge, still huge still song. Is. Still, oh yeah, it's everywhere. Say goodbye to the setting sun. See what I found. Turn back to There's no way they thought this was going to be as big as it turned out. But it was the right time, like you were saying, like with Ill Scarlet on the radio. And, yeah. And then the bass drops in. But yeah, there's no edge. No, this is, it's very this chill, is very rated. A little bit of some gospel it's element good. to it. Yeah, yeah, it's a very good hook. You can't, yeah. it's infectious. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's hard good. to deny. <laughs> yeah, that song yeah. is. It's good. It's good. It's hard to not deny that. That the, that's these a good days, song. if I'm uh, if I have the radio on in my car and like. Oh man, and pretty much half of two thirds of the songs from Sublime that they play on the radio come up, I will absolutely skip them. But if that song comes up, I will not skip it. That's Be- a good one. Beauty. Yeah. Let's go into track two. The song is called Shelter. Sounding a mosaic. Ooh. This is a police song already. Feels very policey. 
That intro is very police. And this was absolutely the record that we had. Yes, sounding a mosaic. Yeah. It was a breakout for them for sure. There we go. This is more ska for sure. Oh, yeah. so mellow so mellow you know like this <laughs> this could have so much more energy but it's just really acoustic-y and like backyardy. it's asking for uh, a cover yeah you know like I I picture this band playing around a campfire and the drummer has like one of those little like cafe drum kits but he's got like no way he's got like he's got He's tipped over a garbage can. No, no, I, he's got <laughs> one of those little cafe drum kits, but he's got like like dish towels and stuff on all the drums, so it's really quiet. You know, yeah. you wouldn't want to wake up the neighbors playing this yeah. chill reggae. That is uh, probably my favorite song. <laughs> Sorry, I talked all over. No, it's okay. It's the Scottish song that they have, uh, so I love it. I'm I'm easy to please. <laughs> um. Money Worries is the next song we have queued up from the same record. This is a cover, uh, a Maytones cover, that has Vernon Maytone on it. Oh, that's rad. Yeah, there he is. Oh, yeah. And his vocal. Oh, already so his vocals are so good. There you go. Oh, yeah, this is a great song. I remember this one being good. But this is a reggae song. Yeah. I mean, well, it's it, yeah. and it's an established yeah. reggae song. Wait. But like, but now with the organ on it and stuff, oh, yeah. like it's it's the full on it's full on reggae instrumentation. And their vo- their voices sound great together. Yeah, fantastic. It's a good harmony. It is nice that it's just like a like there's no eff- affectation. It's not like like a clean harmony. They're just singing together, right? Yeah, it's pretty pure. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine a lot went into this record to make it sound like you were watching these musicians play, I feel like. A little bit more of the live sound. Yeah. I, I, I don't, don't think they were much of a live band when they put out their first record. Yeah. I think, I think they, they started touring a little bit more after. Th- so. This record sounds like it was it was produced in such a way that, that they're giving you the effect of like yeah. si- sitting there watching them play, you know? Absolutely. And the last song that we have is Music My Rock. Music My Rock. Music My Rock Steady? Sure. Why not? (laughs) Whatever you say. (laughs) It's a little dubby. Man, this is slow. (laughs) It's very slow. I'm not like the biggest dub fan, so. With the reverbs. Pretty chill, man. <laughs> a little bit. Picking up a little bit, but. Yeah. Making a face. They really. <laughs> it's. I don't know, man. As as someone who likes their music faster, a lot faster yeah. than that usually, I feel like. They could have put some more notes in there, man. 
<laughs> like that was pretty slow. They could have thrown a couple of more notes in there. Oh, I know, man. That's I also so anyway. Those, those are the songs we have from Sounding a Mosaic. It's pretty much their best record. Like if you if you want to get into them and you're like, eh, I kind of like what I'm hearing. Uh, as you can tell from me and Joey, we're pr- pretty like. <laughs> you know what? Uh, now that <laughs> it's been it's re kind of um, set into my brain, yeah. and the weather in Edmonton here is getting nice, we were actually just sitting out on my patio uh, shortly before this BSing. Um, I might put Sounding Mosaic on like on Spotify sure. while I'm kicking around in the yard in the summer. It is, you know, perfectly harmless, perfectly okay, serviceable backyard reggae ish ska sure. police have a mojito i would say have a mojito have a mojito have a have a nice rum you know <laughs> nice rum drink with some ice Let's is there rum in a mojito i don't know i'm just thinking oh, like okay. jamaican kind of stuff mojito jamaican no i That's don't a, know where mo- no i guess mojito's no. probably not but sorry i mint julep i thought <laughs> mojito because of reese roper loving mojitos oh yeah right and then and he's very Jamaican. And well, but then my <laughs> mind went, but this band is more reggae, so maybe a rum drink. Yeah, but we're in Canada, so I should have just a said Cuba Libre. a light beer. A Cuba Libre. Sure, <laughs> it's a rum and coke. Okay. Yep. And with that, I think it's time for a break. <laughs> oh, good. just coughing right into the mic. <laughs> Whether this gets left in or not is up to Joey. And when we get back, more Bedouin sound clash. Bow. All right, welcome back. We're talking Bedouin Sound Clash. Uh, me and Joey just had a quick nap because it's been a chill ass episode so far. Um, yeah, we nap, and uh, so we're gonna kick back in. We had just finished talking about their first two records, Root Fire and Sounding a Mosaic. Now we're getting into Street Gospels. That record was released on Dine Alone Records, and I'm just pulling it up now because. That's a big record label. Yeah, they're like a Canadian. Are they not? Uh, they're in Canada, but they're also um, in the U.S. I believe, and yeah, they got their big break with City and Color. Oh yeah, is City and right. Color like a big deal in the U.S.? I guess that's a question because like hey, Chuck Reagan's pretty big too. Oh, I mean, I'm just looking at where oh, yeah. where it started, but City and Color, uh, which is um, Dallas Green from Alexis, Alexis on Fire, Fire. yeah. Uh, he was a big deal for like a good decade, I'd say. And like City and Color put out a record and it would sell like gangbusters. And weirdly yeah. enough, in Canada here, Alexis on Fire, uh, they were big before they got more singy. Like those first two albums, Watch Out and uh, the, the self titled. And the self titled yeah. one. The ones that were the most chaotic and screamy were fucking huge. All yeah. of my friends that weren't even into like. Whatever Screamo. you want to call that, screamo, yeah. post hardcore, yeah. that type of thing. Everybody had those two albums. Watch out, watch out, watch out is very well, good. Is, is very good. Yeah. yeah, I would say that that's like a, it's still a pretty solid record. Yeah. Like I'm choosy about my like the, that type of music. Like you know, Ardents of the Ambulance is probably my favorite. Um, but I would say like Watch Out's pretty high up there too. Yeah, like it's really good. Um, anyway, they're not what we're talking about today. We're not talking about city and color. We're talking about Bedouin sound clash. 
Their next album, um, Street Gospels, yeah, was on a pretty big record label. Um, you're going to notice something, I think, different already with this. So the first single off the album was called Walls Fall Down, and it is Ska-adjacent. So let's play that. When the walls fall down on your old time, Oh, yeah. You remember this song? Radio song, for sure. Yep. Yeah. I remember the song being on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. See, I had these walls built up so strong. Built when I was young. In wars I won. But if I'd alone, stone upon stone. So tall I could not see beyond my wall. But I was falling. A little bit more cinematic. Yeah. Yeah, perfectly okay. Uh, in and out in a minute, the like verse into chorus. Okay. And as we Very talked good. on a previous episode, that means you want it on the radio. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And is the big change that they have two guitars now? Uh, they might have recorded with two guitars. I don't know actually. Because that's the first thing I've heard that it's, that's had two guitars. It does. It, so it, it sounds a lot less backyard. Uh, uh, it does sound like it had a little bit more studio zhuzh. Um, whether or not those were. St- uh, studio musicians or he's just multi-tracking uh it doesn't really say on this thing um oh it's so funny that we were talking about uh alexis on fire because it says here that there was a song on this album that had the dude wade from alexis on fire oh look at that <laughs> wow the dine alone connection and yeah, I, I guess you're on the label you could be like hey you should come do us do do a screamo thing. All right, no, he's not the screamy guy. He's Who's the other singer. Ever heard of that? <laughs> Label mates just featuring on in each other's songs. Wow, yeah, that sounds like a thing. Somebody must <laughs> Who be doing does that. that? <laughs> the other track I have queued up is called Trinko Dog. I think it's how you pronounce it. Sorry if I said it wrong, but anyway, that's the song. I don't know how else you would pronounce that. And this album was on Side One Dummy in the U.S. Oh, that's cool. I love Side One Dummy. That's a great label. I hope they didn't do anything shitty. I don't think so. But there's a lot of classic records on Side One Dummy. Put out some good Suicide Machines records. Yeah. Oh my god, guys. You turn the tempo up like 10 BPMs. Come on. I know. Wow. It's going right into the reggae. But this is even slow for reggae. So, you know what else was big at this time to contextualize? This would have been at the time when on the radio you would have had Against Me, like the new wave. And it's kind of catchy. Um, oh man, what's that band? What's the band from, um, I think they're from Boston. Fuck, I can't even think. And they were on Side One Dummy. God damn it, I'm, uh, I'm blanking on names right now. He's... Uh, Looking it up. I'm using my favorite website, Wikipedia. Gaslight Anthem. That's ah. that's the band I was thinking of. Uh, they would have been on the radio at this time, too. Okay. Which is all, like, kind of, I don't know, like, indie punk, right? That's, like, not really punk. Like, when Hot Water Music was, I guess, like, a big deal, or, like, post-Hot Water Music. I don't know. You're just listing off a bunch of bands I don't like. 
man, I, <laughs> Hot Water Music was like everyone's favorite. Everyone in Edmonton loved it. Yeah. And I could not get on board. I was yeah. like, I don't get it. I just don't really get the appeal. Personally, it's not for me. It sounded like Bruce Springsteen with a distortion pedal. Correct. I think that's what they were going for. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. No thanks. Um, so that kind of wraps up that. That's the only two songs I pulled from that album. Both cases, very much the let's get this in and out in a minute. Um, they well, really want to be. Down is a is a pretty well written song. That's um, good. The the that uh, yeah that dropping out the drums and then kicking in midway through the chorus is a solid move. It's good. That, when you especially if you want this to be like an arena sized song, like yeah, you're gonna play totally. like a big festival or something. That's when you make it so super widescreen production, right? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, they had quite a bit more money <laughs> to to pay for that. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's keep going, and we're going to go to the next album that was released in 2010 called Like the Horizon. This was self-released, but I believe it was published through Sony. Um, I don't remember this. I kind of remember this album coming up, but I don't remember any of these songs when I pulled it up. So um, was there any... Oh, yeah, the first single is Mountaintop, and that's the first song that I have queued up. So let's listen to Mountaintop. drum thing that's cool there's not much left to kind of like multi percussive a little bit yeah yeah polyrhythm bro that's what that's what i was looking for polyrhythm i absolutely like this song the most out of this batch of songs we've heard so far I think I heard some overdrive for a moment on that guitar. A little bit, right? Just a, just a touch. They definitely pulled it back a little bit. This doesn't sound as huge arena rock as like the last record a little bit. This is a little bit more kind of like the first couple records, but still like clearly got more money. Yeah. Yeah. Writing, yeah that- writing like crisper songs. Yeah, that one was that was okay. That was fun. Mm-hmm. The next one is a chance of rain. Chance of rain. Okay, the Beatles. <laughs> All right. <laughs> This has a better feel tempo-wise. Like this is this is the correct tempo. I feel like most of their slower stuff before this has been five or ten BPMs too slow. This is like hitting the, hitting the right. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, they got that. I just noticed it now. Oh, there's some horns. Nice. As close to yeah. sc- 
ska as you get with horns. And you know what? It's not very ska, but I do like the uh, kind of like Stevie Wonder style electric piano thing. It's on. what we said cool. on those first two albums that, or that first album that was kind of dull. It's like you can't, like it was just like they needed more instrumentation. They needed I said something. Keys and horns. Didn't keys I? and horns. Keys and horns. Keys and man. horns. Polyrhythms. Overdrive the guitar once in a while. Just, just try. Just try a little bit, but. <laughs> Get that acoustic guitar out. Like, you know you want to. <laughs> like, there's no way Jay isn't, like, just, like, itching to bring the grandpa guitar out whenever he can. He's like, ooh, I got to have this. Um, anyway, so that's that record. So the other th- So before we get into the last song that I have queued up, some, some more facts about this band. Uh, so Daryl Jennifer of Bad Brains uh, produces pretty much all their, their music. Um, cool. Yeah, they, got, they have cool a really connection. tight relationship with them. I forgot to mention this up top, but the song, uh, that, that song, uh, When the Night Feels My Song, came out at the same time as uh, Photograph by Nickelback <laughs> and Wake Me Up When September Ends by Green Day. What a fucking awful time to be, <laughs> to be oh, in boy. music. Man. <laughs> Jesus. You know what? It's Those a good thing at that point in my life, I yeah. had no interest in whatever was going on in commercial music. Like now I like to kind of keep a pulse on what's going on in pop just because I don't want to feel old and like completely out of, out of the loop. But at that time I was like, if it's not a melodic hardcore band or skate punk or something, if it's not a show that I can get into for $10 and get fucking shit faced, I'm not interested. <laughs> In 2005 or right now? Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> we've come full circle. <laughs> Both. <laughs> Both. Yeah. yeah. If I'm going out to a show, it needs to be me. There, there needs to be some purpose. <laughs> yeah. I need to have a reason to be there. Yeah. Uh, and as we uh, had mentioned with uh, when we were talking to Chris the other day, uh, the last ska show that was in Edmonton was the Planet Smashers show that we did the interview on, which would have been in September. Yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah. It's been a, been a while. It's been sad. It's been a while. It's been a while. Oh, we're talking about other podcasts now. Oh, geez. Um, so the last song is off of an album that came out very recently. So they were pretty much um, like silent for almost a decade. And then they came back around, the duo, to record another album in 2019 uh, called Mass that was released on Easy. Star Records, the, oh, the right. yeah, the record label that does like the Easy Star All Star stuff. Love Easy Star. It's good. Yeah, that stuff is cool. And as much as I I'm like picky about my dub, those dub records are 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 phenomenal. They're yeah, really they, fun. They make dub side like, of the moon. They make me like records Choice. that I didn't like before they were dubby reggae sky versions of them, like the Radiohead one. I have no interest in Radiohead at all, but that Oh, I used to work with somebody who like swore up and down and said, there's a Radiohead album for everybody. I think there's a Radiohead album for you. And I was like, there isn't. I I promise you, I don't like them and I can't be bothered. It's not their alternative rock and it isn't their weird acid music either. So I don't want any of it. It was like when I was like really getting into metal and somebody was like, oh, I think you'll like Muse. And I'm like, I don't think you understand what I like. Like, I don't, (laughs) I don't think you understand like... It doesn't have to be Britpop. There doesn't always have to be this Britpop connection that you have to bring me back to. Uh, like, I like Blur, kinda. I like the Gorillas more than I like Blur. And that's about as close as I'm going to get. 
I'd say. Man, I'm sound grumpy on this episode. Yeah, What's going on? Just shitting on stuff. I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm grumpy about everything. <laughs> I hate Nickelback. I don't like... <laughs> anyway, that's not new. Uh, anyway, so we have one track off of there. Um, and the song is called Better Days. Better Days. Here off of Mass by Bedouin Sound Clash. I woke up in the morning. Did it see you coming? Rangers kept on falling. That storm coming with the wolf. This is kind of fun, even though it's acoustic-y. It's kind of more produced, like, like hip-hop-y almost. Got to kind of... Even dance hall, maybe? Yeah, yeah, dance hall, totally. Like, yeah, horns. Fake horns, but horns. Yeah. I don't give a shit if they're fake. Can I tell you something? I fucking love this. <laughs> yeah, this is good. This is really good. <laughs> like, this is, like, the story. This is how I end this story. Is that I I love that song. I, like, I never heard that record. And that was the only song that was positioned to me. And I was like, as I was going through this, I was like, oh, God, this is 18 songs. And they all kind of sound the same. Oh, man, we're getting there. We're getting there. And then this song came on. And I was like hot damn this is actually like really good yeah actually, like the, i loved it that last so that one song was off yeah. their most recent record yeah. and then the last two songs before that were from the previous record yeah i'd be more willing to listen to the, these last two records i think than yeah. anything before that yeah it, it, it just kind of was more my jam i feel like they're more kind of uh on the tempo that i prefer yeah and they've kind of whittled I feel like they had a record or two that were really small and then they did a bit really big record. And then by these last couple, they've kind of found that sweet spot where it's like, you got to sound at least this big, but not so big, you know? And I think like with this last one, since there was like a 10 year gap almost between their two records, what's cool is like, it sounds very, um, I don't want to say bedroomy, but it definitely sounds like they were just having more fun in the studio Maybe yeah, they I were. I also did not want to use the term bedroomy, but it definitely sounds more DIY in a good way. Yeah, like, like, like more fun. For they sure. were they were playing around with their their like brought the Casio out and they were just like fucking around on it or whatever it was. Like they had some different drum samples. Like you said, like he's got a falsetto that he I never heard him break out before. Yeah, like totally. it it actually sounds more like, and it doesn't sound like they have any intention of getting that song on the radio. No, it like sounds like they just made a cool song. Yeah. Yeah. And that I think that matters. Like, I don't know. It, when you listen to a song and you're just like, this is good, but I clearly think they were trying to get a radio hit out of it. And you're like, I don't know, man. Unless it's so on the nose that it makes you laugh about it, then it's fine. Bit. Some Sometimes I'm like, wow, they wrote this song yeah. specifically for the radio. And that just that cheekiness yeah. makes me laugh personally. But I get what you mean for sure. Yeah. Every single song on Dookie, for example. Yeah, yeah, totally. Dookie's a weird and then album to every listen every single song on American Idiot. Yeah. In a completely different sense, because yeah. I love every song on Dookie, and I hate every song on American Idiot. I feel like I was missing something about American Idiot. Like, some people really liked it, and I was like, 
I don't know. Green Day's had three eras. I was thinking about this the other day, and I, I, I don't like to be a hater, but I definitely fit into, like, column two. They had their, like, first... When they first started out, when they were a real punk band, and the, then they the sold out, out, and then they the became, lookout records, yeah. like, and then Dookie came out, and they sold out, and then they had, they put out a run of albums that ended with, uh, Insomniac? No. No, Nimrod. Nimrod, yes. Nimrod was yeah. a choice. I, I love those three or four albums, whatever they put out between Dookie and Nimrod, and then after that, they kind of, they put a warning, which was too acoustic for me. And then they put out a couple albums I didn't pay attention to. And now they're full on arena rock and I don't like it at all. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think they even said that they're more like, a, they think of themselves as like a garage rock band now. Yeah. Which is yeah. fine. It's just, it's not for me, but yeah. it, I mean, but that's like, I kind of, and that, that middle era of green day is sort of the green day that I like. And I, I just can't get into that. And I think they don't, they couldn't give two shits about what we think about nope, them. Not they're they're going to sell good. out arenas yeah. for the rest of their lives. They have, uh, they have a stronger demographic loving them these days and it's younger people than me. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, I did go to a Green Day concert after the turn, uh, like during, I think, the American Idiot or maybe the one after that, the uh, Boulevard of Broken Dreams tour or whatever. Um, <laughs> and I went to the show and I sat through an hour of their new music and they made no mention of their old music. And it was I was there with the old bass player from my band. And uh, I just leaned over to him and was like, dude, I don't think I can handle any more of this because Billy Joe at one point, First of all, he was just swearing way more than he needed to be. He swears like, a lot. Like, that's actually, like, a thing he does. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, <laughs> I've been watching Green Day videos yeah, yeah. since the 90s. But this was, like, he was clearly putting it on to be, like, oh, a yeah. rock star at a show where they're, like, like, to be kissed for these kids who are, like, 11 or 12 and they're with their parents. I get that. It was too much for me, though. It was too much putting it on. Oh, yeah. And then to not, like, I, I've been told by a couple other people who went to the show after that they, like an hour and 20 minutes into their show, they did 40 minutes straight of old music, which is fine, but that was 20 minutes after I left, man. So, (laughs) oh, well, like it, it just wasn't for me. Like I I really didn't enjoy myself. I, and and especially at that time I was playing shows like every handful of weeks and going to literally every show that rolled into town. I was just like, I would rather be at a, 50 or 100 cap venue watching a band that's like sweating it out and fucking playing real shit than some guys that have been doing it for 20 or 30 years and are like playing rock star you know yeah it wasn't for me i can't i can't imagine a, a like even with the interrupters playing i can't imagine myself going out to like a green day show right now so anyway yeah well that's uh that's our show <laughs> kind of a like it's just listening to so much chill music has put me in like a like a weird headspace. Like usually we listen to such high energy music, uh, and this was like so chill. Yeah. Uh, but that's fine. And and you know what? It's, it's me and Engineer Joey just just hanging out, hanging known, out. With everybody. I've been known to be a chill dude. That's true. He is the chillest of dudes. I'm a chill dude. So thanks for listening to Checkered Past. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Checkered Past Pod, or send us an email at CheckeredPassPod at gmail.com. Ask a question, suggest bands, bring us games to play. We have merch available at checkeredpass.ca and have set up a Checkerhead Patreon <laughs> where you can get full uncut episodes in video form, including today's episode. Hey. Please like, subscribe, tell your friends, and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. 
This episode is produced and engineered by Joey, who also makes the playlist featuring music from today's episode. You can our check it out and have a rummy mojito in your garden. <laughs> our theme song is OAO by Edmonton's own Mad Bomber Society. Next week, we have Reese Roper on the podcast <gasps> to discuss Less Than Jake. So until next time, I'm Rob. I'm Joey. And in the immortal words of Bedouin Sound Clash, walls fall down like a stone fall down, and I'm not a stone. 